0: go welcome back my friends to the podcast that never ends we're so glad you could attend come inside come inside i am joe spiegel mike sutherland how y'all doing good all right i called you (laughs) y'all all right welcome to the world of ready or not here we come ready or not grace couldn't be happier after she marries the man of her dreams at his family's luxurious estate there's just one catch She must now hide from midnight until dawn while her new in-laws hunt her with guns, crossbows, and other weapons. Directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette. Written by Guy Buzik and Ryan Murphy. Starring Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, and Mark O'Brien. This is our review of Ready or Not. Here we come. All right. so after a couple of months of watching trailers and stuff like that, I finally went and saw Ready or Not because it just came out and the trailers looked really good and luckily this one's out instead of the the one that got canceled the hunt because you know America's a bunch of pussies <laughs> so um when saw ready or not which this movie is very refreshing because it's it you it, it know you know what you're going to get with it for the most part i mean there's not a lot of surprises with it but you're getting entertainment and you're not getting a bunch of just straight up disappointments from a shitload of mediocre summer films like Godzilla, King of the Monsters, like from Dark Phoenix, and from Men in Black International. Those, I mean, those all sucked, and we all had expectations and hopes for those, and they were all completely dashed within the first probably 20 minutes of those films. So none of them delivered. And this one, it's it, like I said, it's very refreshing. And, you know, and even though this movie is not perfect, it's still important to have something at the end of the summer to make it seem like it wasn't a complete waste, even though there were some good summer films like, you know, like Avengers and Spider-Man and even Detective Pikachu was pretty good, too. So, you know, there was some good ones. All right. Um, Cool thing about this movie is that the actors are really, really good. You know, there's a lot of fun with these actors. They all have their own unique style to it, so they don't feel like boring and droll. You know, you've got... You know the the asshole like what was it like the douchebag fucking Bluetooth guy the husband you know you've got um, you got the the wife with her you know that only cares about status you know you've got the the what is it the what you would call um, the repentant um, sibling who you know he wants to be a good person but he's stuck in the family you know um, and he's played by Adam Brody he's probably aside from weaving he's probably the most. Uh, sympathetic character in the film. In a way, he's more, even more sympathetic than Weaving's is, because Weaving is constantly getting pissed off at all the shit going on around her. Which Weaving, Samara Weaving. Uh, well, I, well you know, Hugo fucking Weaving's not in there. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> careful. So Samara Weaving is the as the um, as the bride. She's really good because you know like i love strong female characters and when when a strong female character doesn't feel like she's there just to make a political statement on our times and she's actually just a good well-written and acted character that's what i'm all for and that's what she is in this movie she's a good character and so she's she's tough you know she she's she's shocked but she's also honestly her reactions to things feel very genuine you know at the same time and you know it and establishes from the beginning of the film pretty much that you know, she's, she's an orphan. So, you know, you already know inherently orphans are one or the other. They're either weak-ass people or they're strong as fucking stand on their own two feet. She's the latter. So, yeah, she's really good. And we saw her in um, Netflix's The Babysitter, which was a really good movie. I, I really enjoyed that one. That was fun. Another dark comedy. Um, and then Adam Brody, who was in the, this year's Shazam. I don't even remember where the fuck he was in Shazam, but he was in there. Um, he's great. I, 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 you know, he's the guy I I was rooting for him just as much as I was um, rooting for Weaver's character or Weaving's character because, yeah, I, I, you know, I kept thinking that this guy's a little too good in a way. Like I keep waiting for a twist to happen for him where he's going to end up becoming like a a big time asshole who was just plotting this all to go in his way, you know, or something. But anyway, um, the other, another standout, the other standout character to me is Henry Tierney who played, um, uh, Tom Cruise's boss. You know, he was the mission director in uh, Mission Impossible from 1996. I like that actor. He's got, there's a certain um, unique style to that to that actor when he talks. And I liked him in this movie a lot because when he when he gets, uh, every time he gets pissed off, he has this moment of like being quiet and paused, right? And then all of a sudden he just fucking, God damn it, or fuck, you know, and it's great. I loved every single time he had an outburst and I knew he was going to have an outburst, but it's still, I was, I, I wanted it. I was anticipating it with, with, uh, enthusiasms. Right. So, um, but the other actors are good too. Like every single character stands out in their own way and that's what works with all of them. And it's, it's great. So, um, the, uh, the action itself is fun. The only problems that come along with it, or is is that a lot of it was given away in the trailers, which that pisses me off, but that seems to be the trend for the last few years now is that, you know, way too many things are given away. Like some, some, not, I wouldn't say major deaths, but some fun deaths are given away in the trailers for this film. You know, it'd be funny if they could only have sold one death or had an off camera death where you only hear someone getting killed, but you don't see it. So then it, the whole, you know, a lot of the movie does not get spoiled. That would be nice, but whatever. Um, that only hurts the movie a little bit. Um, the, uh, the whole all the sets look great. The mansion is, is really, really cool. It's huge um, and, and the props go in line with it with all the weapons that are used because they're all supposed to be this old vintage style. Type weapons you know, and there's like no upgrades, so they all have when they're hunting, weaving this whole family's hunting her they all have to use mostly these old outdated weapons, like you know cr- rickety old crossbows or or old battle axes or whatever and it, it's hilarious because you know these people you know you think these people would have like at least partially trained for their shit, knowing that there's a possibility that one day they're going to have to do the hunt you know if it does happen so it's just funny because they, these most of the people of the family that come in and have to do this shit, they're very inept at what they're doing. Like they're very squeamish and everything. So it, it, it's funny. It adds to the dark humor of it all, you know. And this, like, and like I said, none of these characters are redeemable at all. Like it when bad things happen to any of them, it's like it makes you laugh or smile because it's like, yeah, you, you kind of deserved it, you piece of shit, you know. So. um, Besides the spoilers, what I would also say um, I have to complain about is that this movie doesn't seem to be worth many repeat viewings. Uh, I once you know how this whole thing turns out, with even even though it's got a great great payoff at the end, I loved it and I was glad because I kept waiting for some happy hand in hand, you know, happy ending between the loving couple. And there's something different that happens, and I liked it a lot because, you know, it it, it yeah, I don't want to give it away. But you know what I'm saying. It's a good movie. It's worth seeing at least once. Um, I, I I would want to see it probably at least one more time down the road, but I don't think I'd want to own this film unless unless there's something extra that's done with it. But I don't think there will be. I'm not anticipating a director's cut with extra scenes added in or anything like that. This movie's pretty cut and dry when it comes to its storytelling and it's fun to watch one time. So uh, you got to see this movie at least once. All right. Uh, I think one other complaint I might have is it seemed a little too convenient with the with the plot. Whenever time, you know, she gets captured, they're not going to try to kill her because of the, there's something going on. They have to use her for later on. But it, it seemed like though there was other times where there was people trying to kill her, or you know, they made it look like people were really trying to kill her and not just wound her so they could capture her. So it just seemed very convenient for the plot. At certain times. But you know what? I, I've seen way worse when it comes to plot conveniences and shit like that. So not a huge problem. And the movie's still fun. And uh yeah, gotta see this movie. Then that's all I got for ready or not. So hopefully you guys enjoy it because I did. Thank you for listening. Would you recommend this movie? <laughs> Obviously you do. Wait for it, go see it in theaters or see it in theaters. Support it. Support a movie that doesn't have a huge budget, and they took time and effort to make interesting characters, um, a, a decently written story, and the production design. You can tell the effort was put into this movie all around, and so it's worth seeing.